The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. I'm Benjamin Dolly, and this is the VPM Daily Newscast. The Henrico County Sheriff says a COVID-19 outbreak that began last month at the Henrico Jail is under control. Almost 200 positive cases have been recorded at the facility. Whitney Evans reports. Sheriff Alyssa Gregory told VPM that inmates and staff who tested positive were quarantined and monitored for symptoms and are now in recovery. Gregory credits aggressive testing for controlling the outbreak, as well as increased diversion efforts to keep offenders out of jail in the first place. There's no way we can separate quarantine or manage the virus in a population without having our population lower. For years now, we have been overcrowded. Gregory said Wednesday the jail had seven new positive cases that were detected when new offenders arrived. Inmates and staff were tested daily when the outbreak first surfaced. That now happens two to three times a week. And Gregory says the jail will continue regular testing moving forward. Whitney Evans, VPM News. Coronavirus cases in the city of Richmond continue to hold steady. According to data from the Virginia Department of Health, only 19 cases were reported in Richmond on Wednesday. While the number of cases increased slightly over the last few weeks, the percentage of positive tests remains around 6.5 percent. It's a significant decrease from a high of 23 percent back in March. Virginians can now download an app called COVIDWISE on their phones. It's designed to alert people when they've come close to someone who's tested positive for COVID-19. As Megan Polly reports, public health officials want residents to know that the app does not track location or store data. Virginia officials say the state is first in the country to opt into a framework created by Google and Apple that allows for phones to communicate anonymously using Bluetooth technology. Here's a snippet of a Google video explaining how that works. For every phone that's opted in, our technology disguises your identity by generating a random sequence of numbers that change every few minutes. Then, using Bluetooth, anytime your phone detects another phone close by that's also opted in, the two exchange those random numbers. Officials say that for every one to two people who download the app, one case of the coronavirus could be prevented. That's based on research from use of similar apps in other countries like Germany. Megan Polly, VPM News. In a briefing Wednesday, Governor Ralph Northam discussed Virginia's plans to purchase 500,000 COVID-19 rapid antigen tests. Six other governors are in on the plan. Northam says they've had enough with what he calls a disconnect between states and the Trump administration. Uh, That message hasn't been coming from the White House and also the support that we need. And you've heard me talk about fighting a war. We've been asked as governors to fight a biological war without supplies. The tests are different from what most Virginians are now used to. Results can be delivered in a matter of minutes rather than days or weeks, although these tests are less reliable than swab tests. Northam said there's no timeline for when officials plan to purchase the antigen tests. Regulators in charge of Atlantic Coast Fisheries have approved a long-awaited plan to manage the Menhaden fish population. The Atlantic States Marine Fisheries Commission, a multi-state regulatory body, will now consider it in its management plan how the Menhaden population affects the entire Chesapeake Bay ecosystem, not just commercial fishing numbers. Virginia is the largest harvester of Menhaden along the Atlantic coast. The fish is critical to the Chesapeake Bay's food chain, but over the past two decades, their population has declined. Republican congressional hopeful Nick Freitas is facing criticism over a mask sold by his campaign. As Ben Pavier reports, an advocacy group says the mask exacerbates hostility towards Asian Americans. 
Since late March, Asian Americans in Virginia have been cursed at, sprayed down with Axe body spray, doused with Lysol, and headbutted. That's according to reports people have sent a group tracking incidents against Asian Americans. Which is why Sujun Oh is upset over Nick Freitas' campaign selling masks that say COVID-19 made in China. Oh is with the Nakasek Action Fund, a progressive political group that put out a statement against the masks. It's pretty despicable that he's using um, dog whistle politics to bankroll his campaign. In a statement, Freitas' campaign manager called the criticism a blatantly partisan attack from liberal politicians. The Republican delegate is trying to unseat Democratic Congresswoman Abigail Spanberger in this November's elections. Ben Pavier, VPM News. A two-year-old was shot in the arm outside her home in Richmond's Whitcomb Court early Wednesday morning. Police say the girl was not the target of the shooting and is expected to recover. Mayor LeVar Stoney is pleading for anyone with information about the shooting to come forward. He says gun violence in Richmond is an epidemic, even as statistics show crime is down across the city. But no one wants to hear about crime statistics when their child has been pierced by a bullet. It's the last thing people want to hear. Richmond police are now looking for a four-door Nissan sedan that was seen leaving the scene of the shooting. Richmond Public Schools has appointed last year's National Teacher of the Year as senior advisor for the district's new initiative to recruit and support male teachers of color. Alan Rodriguez-Espinoza reports. Rodney Robinson taught in Richmond for 19 years before being named 2019's National Teacher of the Year. Now he's leading the school district's effort to bring in more male teachers of color, which are few and far between. If we get more teachers of color in the classroom, we just make education as a field stronger. I always say everybody benefits from diversity. The Male Teachers of Color initiative is part of the district's larger anti-racism policy agenda that was drafted earlier this year. Robinson says students of color benefit greatly from growing up with diverse role models in their classrooms. I always try to say I'm that big brother. According to the Virginia Department of Education, black and Latino students make up more than 80 percent of the student body at Richmond schools. Alan Rodriguez-Espinosa, VPM News. All of the stories you've heard can be found online at vpm.org slash news. This has been the Daily VPM Newscast. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.